Frank's Red Hot is the perfect blend of flavor and heat. So you can use an entire bottle to make recipes like buffalo chicken dip or buffalo nachos. Or even things that don't start with buffalo. Frank's Red Hot. I put that on everything. Hi, Craig. Jeff, don't don't worry about him right now. He's fine. We've we've done a hundred and eighty-one episodes, and it's always Jeff and I. What I is going on? Don't don't worry about Jeff. I I am worried about Jeff. Okay, fine. Jeff is taking the week off. He told me he it's just he you know what? Jeff puts a lot of time into this website and this podcast, so Jeff deserves a week off. So this is podcast versus everyone episode 182 i'm craig powers and not with me as always actually someone different who has been on the the podcast before and that's with me is emma waitman uh one of our other writers at kook center emma welcome thank you so happy to be here yeah this is uh i appreciate you subbing in um at the last second you know it'd be kind of weird if we didn't have an apple cup uh recap even though does anyone really want to hear about that fucking game i don't know uh i know i've uh like husky fans have been up in my mentions for uh days and i've had to mute uh conversations because they are a bunch of assholes unsurprisingly um because i managed to point out that they rushed the field after making fun of us for a year for rushing the field. Um, but hey, such is the nature of the Husky fan. Am I right? Oh, it's always one finger, one finger pointing forward, three right back at you. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, the there's two fingers that I like to point at them generally. Um, but yeah, so that game was a, a piece of shit. Um, I mean, the first half was wild and fun. Uh, but what, the one thing we thought that WSU had going for it was the defense and the defense got absolutely shredded. Like we have rarely seen a WSU defense get shredded. It it was honestly almost a, a Wolfian esque like defensive performance in how the yards per play and the total yardage that they gave up. It was just so, so bad. And that was after coming in as, what we thought was one of the best defenses in the conference and one of the top, you know, maybe a top 20 defense in the country just get absolutely shredded. That was such a bummer. It kind of reminds me of old, the Lee Chapel Cups where we thought, Hey, our offense is great. We could score on anybody. And then 
uh, UW shuts them down. So that such, you know, this, I guess this is just how the Apple Cup goes. Uh, this is why we decided we hated it after so long. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what it was like, uh, watching at, in the middle of the night in Chicago, even if you were able to. Yeah, but I was. It was, yeah. I will so say how was it, that? It afforded me a certain luxury. I don't exactly remember a lot of the second half. Um, because when the night, when it starts later in the evening, you have so much time to drink beforehand. Uh, so I will say I was not exactly, I was a little, as my mother would say, in the bag for the second half of the game, which made it a little more enjoyable because I just got to throw my face in my hands and then chug the rest of my beer. And I was watching at the brewery that I work at, so I was not short on beer at any point during the game. Well, that's good. And yeah, that was, I think that was the case for many people in Pullman as well. Uh, we were going hard all day. Uh, so maybe hopefully things are a little hazy in the second half, uh, cause the second half wasn't fun. Now the first half, well, it, it really followed the script as a lot of games that have been recently for the offense. The first half was really impressive. Uh, they were able to move the ball. They were able to score points, but then they just stopped scoring points. After the first half, uh, six points in the second half should have been eight, but Cam just forgot what side of which hand to put the ball in uh-huh. when he was trying to go across <clears throat> the fucking goal line for a two point conversion. Oh, that which happened. Was I didn't. I thought that, that didn't ha- I thought that I. I thought that I hallucinated that. Yeah, that would have at the time I believe tied the game. Mm-hmm. Um, would have made it thirty five thirty five. Now, w- the one play I want to bring up in the second half is WSU was having such a hard time stopping UW. They got they got some they got fortunate got a fumble recovery, they got an interception, but there was one time they were in the second half where they actually were going to force them to punt. And UW on a third and 15 throws a post route. There is minimal if any contact on the receiver. The ball is airmailed 10 yards past the receiver and the refs decide it is pass interference. Automatic first down. UW goes in uh, to score after that um, and take a, a two-score lead. Um, uh, actually, I think they uh, they were able to push it to 41-33. Um, but so at the time, it was 35-33. WSU could have gotten the ball back, chance to go take the lead. They didn't get the ball back, um, and then UW kind of controlled the game from there. So that was that was a pain. Um, it was in the third quarter. I. You know, there there were some really impressive plays in in the first half for WSU to kind of hang with UW's offense, but just it's overall just super disappointing that WSU's defense, which had carried the team for much of the season, just could not get it done against Michael Penix and and UW's receivers. They mm-hmm. just really were open all the time. It seemed like the penetration was simply too much. From Penix, or, I'm really, I'm or sorry, there was Craig. just, or I'm there sorry, was Craig. just not enough penetration from WSU's side. Um, I, I I'm going to stop this uh, line of jokes right yeah, here. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I regretted uh, going into it, but I couldn't. I I just <laughs> it slid right out. I stop me right now. You're never letting me back on the pod. <laughs> I'm ruining everything. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So, I don't know what, what much there is to say. Like, fuck the Huskies. Like, it was just – and plus, like, yeah, just 
you know, like them rushing the field, like we knew they were going to, they have before they rushed the field on a two and 10 Paul Wolf team one year, like that, like they, they'll rush our field. We'll rush our, our field their field when we get the opportunity. It's just I, like, I, it's I what you do. And I, I, I see like a lot of the UW replies to me are like, oh, cope. Well, oh, you're mad about this. Oh, wow. I'm like, I wasn't mad about it. Like, I think it's cool. Let's rush each other's fields. Just don't, I just think it was just don't be shady about it. Yeah, don't get if you're all gonna high do and it, mighty. Do it with your whole chest. That's always been my issue. Is it's man, like just don't hide behind what you say. Say one thing with your full chest one time. Like it's the holy ground. Anyway, we could go on and on. Yeah, we could. And and I it was it was so dumb. Like. And it, it was a pretty weak-ass storm. There was actually a lot less UW fans than are usually in Pullman. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was the, the because we didn't know. We usually know the Apple Cup time. E- even when it's a Saturday game, we usually know the Apple Cup time well in mm-hmm. advance. And obviously not knowing it until 7.30, I think, prevented uh, quite a few people from going. I mean, now the Coug, Coug showing was good. The student showing was really impressive. And I know they also sold um, tickets to, the, like, I, I had... A friend, like I know my friend Michelle and and Colin, they bought uh, they bought tickets in the student section. Um, so they so so you were able actually to get once the other tickets sold out, and so the the crowd was really good and the energy was really good from the crowd in the first half, and and so all that was good. But just you know that that fourth quarter, you know, coming in, it's a thirty five thirty three game, and then it, it it just goes off the rails in the fourth quarter. They get that last running touchdown uh to make the score look much worse uh which was a pain and i think they were over 700 yards i don't even want to look at the stats i just i don't care i don't want to look at the highlights i don't want to look at the stats like i just i i it's just one of those games where like it's just so fucking annoying i don't want to i don't i don't want to have every anything correct i just want to be wrong about everything i mean that'd be better like just to be wrong about everything well, and I think you were right too is it 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 what it is easy to look at that and be like ah just like old times you know, it felt, it felt sadly familiar. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we, we thought it should be a close game and it was for most of the game, For most of the game. But then, you know, the offense just kind of did what it normally does. And then the defense didn't do what it normally does, which is shut down teams. Um, obviously there was just now two offenses that WCU's face that have, have kind of mowed over them pretty easily was Oregon and, and Utah, but with, with oh, Oregon, the Oregon game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, Oregon, they were a little better in the red zone. UW was kind of scoring at ease in the red zone. And so it was just, you maybe WSU was keeping the ball for longer and that was presenting UW, UW from scoring. But so, yeah, but you know, it's, it's just a, another Apple Cup loss. It's just, that's after the game. Like, you know, when you go to the bar after the game, we go to the Coug. I went to the Coug and I went to, Esse Bravo, um, it, it, it's like Kook fans aren't like we weren't like super down. I think we just didn't want to really talk about it, and we were just like, "Let's go. We're in Pullman. Let's go drink some beer. Let's just be whatever. in Pullman." We yeah, we, we lost an Apple Cup. Whatever. At least our hands aren't frozen off. Like it's mm-hmm. it's fine. Like it was kind of warmer than we thought it would be. It did. It, um, well, the night before, it, it kind of sleet snowed a little bit. I, I walked from the Coug downtown to meet someone 
in in kind of that like going down the hill in my vans i was gonna um, say weren't you wearing that. vans yes of course um, of course uh, the 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 finest uh snowshoes um are vans of course uh they have a lot of traction um very waterproof you know um, as really a really good stuff as the midwest transplant i can confirm that just good stuff, you know, and and great for dance on the dance floor at Etsy Bravo as well. You know? Oh yeah, so that's it's all it's all good stuff. Now, now, so Apple Cup, whatever. I don't have we talked about it enough. Like I, I, I was, I feel like I'm just like filling out time here. Do, do you, I don't think you guys really want to hear about it. Like it's kind of annoying. Like I don't fucking care. Like I think we're all ready to put it to bed. I I talked about the two things that I know people were pissed about. Cam not extending his arm out. I mean, there was the some fun stuff. I think like the fake punt was fun. Yes. Okay. Let's let's talk the about the fake. That, I talked. I t- like. I will say the fake punt was really fun. The fifty-yard field goal was fun. Like there was some fun stuff in there. So the fake punt, awesome because Dayon Henley was a former wide receiver, so they've obviously been waiting to use him. Yeah. All year, and they deployed him. Huge time. A huge moment. They were able to go and score right after that as well. Like that was really cool, and then uh, you know that that so the, it, for a couple of seniors, Dan Henley and then Robert Farrell, that uh, oh. fourth down play mm-hmm. when Cam scrambled and found him for a touchdown. Uh, that was you know that it felt like we were it was going to be just a back and forth game, you know yeah. a- after that. But yeah, in the field goal, uh, the door you know hit barely barely making it. You know at the, he hit it exactly fifty yards, and. And but we also had the revelation that you know when some when some uh, 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 U Dubs like uh, Dog Pack like the version of Zuku or whatever yeah kind of tried to make fun of him for uh, celebrating like he won the Super Bowl or whatever like first it was his career long and it was an Apple Cup but second like uh, it's there's so much more behind it so he he pointed out to them which he was very nice about it that mm-hmm. you know they. There is money raised for uh, a, ch- a children's cancer charity every time he makes a-, a field goal or an extra point. So he gets excited regardless. Now, I'll say like the UW fans that were making fun of him kind of turned it around and they uh, they did show some grace and, and apologized and, and said, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, if, if you're going to still shit on someone after uh, they raise money for childhood cancer, um, then, uh, yeah, you, you'd be really, truly shitty. Now there was that's that a bad fan look, that even for Huskies. Yeah, <clears throat> like you can't really come back from that. I mean, we did have the Husky that decided to search on my Twitter, find my pinned tweet uh, that talks about um, walking in to my wedding reception with the most beautiful girl in the world, my wife, and then commenting, "Where's the beautiful girl?" Um, that guy can go fuck himself. Or, he, I was or wondering woman. if you were going to guarantee that up. it's a guy. Yeah. yeah. No, I am. I, actually, let's 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 make sure we have. I had some um, choice words for him. Let's make sure we have so other people, if they want to, um, you know, chime in. Go bullying. Um, bullying is okay. Uh, in yeah, circumstance. Bull- bullying's okay. Um, oh, I can't view the tweet. Shit. I can hold on. Let me grab my phone because I'm not blocked yet, which is funny because I, 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 I really so I I can... put in my best effort. I can go. It's weird. It usually show. I think if I look at my mentions, it's like in the my mentions are just out of fucking control, so I can't. Really yeah, look. I got it. It'll pop right up for me. Give me one second. <clears throat> Unless it's gone. No, it's not gone. 
Um, yeah, his. All right, everybody, podcast listeners, uh, I'll give you one minute here to pull out whatever Twitter platform. If you're on a desktop, if you're on your phone, if you have a rock and you have some a pen to write it down on, his Twitter user is at c a u s t underscore twenty four. I can repeat that for those in the back. That's at c a u s t underscore twenty four. Bullying is okay. Yeah, so so totally out of bounds. Like, if you want to call me, a, you know, a co- like tell me to cope or call me a whatever the fuck people were calling me on Twitter, I had, I, had, I muted the notifications. I was just it was literally like waking me up in the middle of the night. I mean, not like I went to bed that early that night, but like it was. I should have been going to bed, but I kept it'd be like ping ping, so I had to like mute, yeah, mute the notifications on it. Um, but but yeah, so that was just you know. And then insult to injury, flying back from Pullman. Oh. They, we got the fucking U-Dub plane. Like, are you kidding me, Alaska Air? That's, like, are you kidding me? And that's also, one of those circumstances where you can see the universe laughing at you. Yeah. And also, this that meant, like, there was a bunch of the, the, the kids on the incoming flight. It was the kids coming back for school Ugh. from Seattle. And so they had to take the U-Dub plane to fly to WSU. The day after we lost the Apple Cup, coming back for school. Going back home. Going back yeah. to Pullman in that godforsaken plane. had to get on, and it was those stupid uh, turboprop planes that they're supposed to be getting rid of. And they, I thought they were had already gotten rid of them, but I had to fly them both ways. Um, and they are just not my favorite thing. And plus, there was a guy that was even slightly bigger than me sitting next to me. And we just looked at each other like we didn't even put the the armrest down. Like I probably didn't even need to wear a seatbelt because we were just crammed in like sardines. Oh. Uh, and they did it. We did. It was, it's Horizon flights are supposed to have free wine and beer both ways. They didn't do the free wine and beer. I should have taken that when they didn't do it on the way there. Like I should have known that WC was going to lose the Apple Cup. Like that was just a bad sign. That's a bad. I'm not getting the service. Um, you know what sucks when we landed in Seattle. Well, we pulled at the gate. We were right next to the Cougar plane. Ugh. Like, come on. It was in service today. Just switch. Just like, come on. Just send that one to Pullman. Get out of here. Oh, points off, Alaska Air. Points off. And you're, you're a very, like, you're a value. You should be a valued customer for Alaska Air for the amount that you've flown. Yeah. I know. Well, I don't fly it as frequently as much anymore, uh, but I used to be a gold member of alaska air and uh they did treat me usually pretty well um but yeah so uh i yeah the apple cup you know it was nice to it's 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 nice you lose one here in pullman still like yeah had a good time with pullman and pullman because i remember you went last year which was a much more pleasant apple cup and you were like i don't know like i have to leave if we lose, like I'm gonna have to leave and walk through all these husky fans, and obviously that yeah. wound up being a fantastic experience. But yeah, that was that was amazing. But you know, I haven't I haven't seen you know WSU hasn't won uh, an Apple Cup in Pullman since 2012, mm-hmm. and and before that it was 2008, and before that 2004, and before that like 1990 something two or four something like that. Likely before uh, so I was that, alive. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks, Emma. Um, Sorry but, if, we're, uh, if we're just dunking on you, I got a slide. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like the last. So I was, you know, I was living in in Vermont in 2012. So I didn't go to that Apple Cup. 
And then, so I was at the 2008, the Crapple Cup, the, the, uh, the, the worst football game ever played probably, but mm-hmm. WSC won. So I haven't seen WSC win Apple Cup at Pullman. And, I mean, no one has for 10 years, but I haven't seen it for 14 years. So I, I was kind of hoping, you know, to be able to celebrate Apple Cup in Pullman. But the good thing is, we, yeah, we, we were, I mean, we're WSU fans. We're used to some disappointment as if you want to read, uh, Bryce's, a uh, wonderful article, his like graduation opus uh, today uh, from Bryce. I, I encourage you to read that, and it's that definitely beautiful. talks about definitely talks about how being a Coug kind of treats you, or like, kind of uh, helps you learn how to uh, deal with disappointment at times, especially a Coug uh, sports fan. So, um, so yeah, and and that's you know we were all we were all fine. We're like oh, like UW fans couldn't couldn't even talk shit, and most of them didn't really try. I mean, I was, I was like ready for them too. I, I kind of maybe yelled at one UW fan who I thought was talking shit to people, but it was, it ended up being something else. And we, we talked and it was fine. Um, and he was actually, a an Idaho alum, which was weird. Huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I was a lot nicer to him when I found that weird. Out. A and fan then, of a school where you didn't go to. That's so oh, strange. No, I, I, I was, I was, I was in a, in a, in a bit of a, in a bit of a mood. This guy, me and a, another another friend of mine, a different Jeff, um, were were just jamming to some emo, some Taking Back Sunday and the Coog, and he came over and he like gave us a wanky emotion. It was a WSU fan, and so I just like I laid into him like, "Oh, you're so cool, making fun of us because we were enjoying our music," and like, and I made him feel really bad. And so he bought once again. I bullied someone into buying me a beer for the se- second football weekend in a row at the Coog. Um, Although he maybe was that's where I get first. it. Yeah, maybe. I'm excellent was, at that. He was he was bullying me first. No, and, of course. And come on, and, and I, I told him like, dude, I'm in a fragile emotional state right now. You can't come at me. And also, I've been drinking, so I'm a loudmouth. So you got to watch what you're doing, listeners. Um, I will say, if there's one thing to take away from this segment of this episode, is that really sometimes bullying is okay. Yeah, especially when you're being bullied. Bully back, yeah. Right? If you know, as someone who was bullied when I was a kid, now as an adult, if someone tries to do that shit, I just don't put up with it. Because when I was think back as a kid, you just think about you fantasize about like punching back, smacking them in the face, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. just put punch back. You know, that's what I've learned. Although, um, don't physically hit people; you could get arrested. But be mean. But be, be mean. Be mean. Be you mean. Know, make them make them feel bad for what they said. Be a little mean. I'm okay with that being on the internet. Be a little mean. I think I tweeted at one point, I think we've all earned the right to be haters sometimes. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. So, um, when people are mean, just, you know, boy. So we lost Apple Cup. Sad. So we're firmly in seventh place in the Pac 12. Um, uh, that, that is, that is, we can't go to any of the top bowls. You know, no Vegas Bowl or anything. Um, so it looks quite likely that WSU will be in the LA Bowl, which is, which took the place of the old Vegas Bowl in that it was, um, a mid-tier Pac-12 team versus the champion of the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is what it is. It is number six in the Pac-12 versus, uh, number one in the Mountain West, which, you know, Boise or whoever Boise 
plays in the Mountain West. Do they Mountain West Championship? I don't. Um, so it probably Boise or Fresno or something like that. Uh, so you play in one of those exciting teams. Um, Yay! That and and honestly, the Mountain West tends to like win that because it's one of their best teams and whatever. But so it's also on December seventeenth. Now, why as their seventh? That's the sixth place because it seems really likely that the Pac-12 will have two teams in the New Year's Six Bowls. Now, if 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 there's a a terrible scenario, which is kind of the most likely one, is that USC well. Utah could easily beat USC. I, th- I think it's probably a toss-up that game. But if USC beats Utah, it's very likely they'll be in the college football playoff, which means the Rose Bowl will be open, which means the Pac-12 will take the highest-ranked uh, – or, I mean, the Rose Bowl will pick, generally, the highest-ranked uh, Pac-12 team left. And if and right now the third-highest-ranked team is Washington, one spot in the college football playoff rankings behind Utah after that just got released tonight. So that would mean that uh, Washington would probably get a Rose Bowl invite if USC goes to the college football playoff. Um, So Washington fans are big USC fans. Now we have other reasons to root against USC. Like, yeah, cool, a Pac-12 team going to the college football playoff. Fuck them. They're leaving. I don't mm-hmm. even care how much money it gets. Probably a negligible amount of money, honestly, that WSU gets out of this. Fuck that. Like, I want USC. Uh, go Utah. Go Utes. In the yeah, Pac-12 I have a lot of feelings about it. None of them are good. Yeah, go Utes in the Pac-12 championship. Uh, lock WSU. Lock U Dub into the Alamo Bowl or whatever, um, and then lock USC into like the Peach Bowl or whatever the fuck they would go to. And then, uh, and then, so that that means you know WSU will get moved up to the to the sixth line if there's two um, NY six team, you know, New, um, New Year's six uh, uh, Pac twelve teams. Um, if not, they, there's a couple other ESPN bowls they could go to. Uh, but it seems like the the LA bowl is the most likely. So if you if you kind of want to start looking at tickets, but I, I I'll tell you I'm not going you know, like December seventeenth is kind of harder. It's like closer and and you, you're not like in that window between Christmas and and New Year's that a lot of people have off. Yeah, um, I know my company nice. They give us just that week off. Um, but yeah, so like it's just harder. Um, you know, I already got tickets to emo night in Tacoma on December seventeenth. So you know, I'm booked. Yeah, I'm booked. <clears throat> Sorry, LA Bowl. I'm um, bummed about talked- that too. Yeah, I because I'm not. I definitely can't go to that one. And my dad and I didn't get to go to a game together this year, so I was kind of hoping uh-huh. that we get to go to a bowl that like he and I could go to. Which, obviously, I did not need the entire Washington State football to base their enti- like their season around my I mean, availability. But they, they went to Wisconsin, have. so I was like, okay, you guys are clearly factoring me in a little bit. So could we? But oh well, my dad and I will get to a game next season, I'm sure. Yeah, and you know, it was it like I, I think that. If if that happens, I think it'll be like a decently attended bowl for WSU just because there's a lot of WSU alums in California. Yeah. Uh, so that they'll, they'll probably go. And it's uh, relatively th- easy you know, access in terms of like hotels and flights and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and it's in yeah. the same time zone for a lot of you. And I think a lot of people uh, want to see the um, the new stadium. And so they see that as a reason to see the new stadium. 
Uh, that's when I've talked to people, that's been the biggest allure. Cause honestly, LA, LA is so like spread out and stuff. It's like not that much fun to visit. Like it, like it's just like you, you rent a car, but it's like an hour to drive between places. And oh yeah. No, it's not the, not the greatest, uh, city to visit. I've Unless said you're like I... in a specific neighborhood, but like SoFi is not really in one. Mm-mm. You know, it's. Um, you said yeah, something it's... to me once about, oh, you're probably going to move there. And I was like, I would literally rather grate my forehead with a cheese grater. <laughs> but that's just me. I also like, you know, <laughs> it just seems like an intimidating little place. And I value have the self-esteem that I have right now. And I just don't I don't feel like a L.A. But yeah. I mean, if we win, if we go down to L.A. and we win, maybe that'll change my tune. Maybe I'll like L.A. as a place. Yeah. But also as a Portland person, I feel like I'm predisposed to hate L.A. a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I think, uh, I think that, um, it, it's interesting that like, you know, I don't like hate LA, but like, it's just, it, it's so weird. Like to say you visit, like I, I've definitely st- visited and stayed in downtown LA and that's fine. Um, but then it's like, people be like, we're going to LA, but it's like, they're going to Long Beach or they're going to Orange County or they're going like Pasadena or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not like. Now, now, if it, if we were going to Pasadena, I would love going to L.A. Like, if yeah. we were in the Rose Bowl, yeah, book me that oh, trip. obviously. Uh, definitely would, would go there. You'd um, have to pry me away. But, yeah, so, but, yeah, but this is this is not Pasadena. No. Uh, this, it is, I look, it's only five miles from LAX, so pretty good. I, I'm sure there are, they, I'm sure they built hotels around it when they built the stadium. But Yeah, you know, and obviously... There's a part of me that's like, oh, I'm going to be in Chicago in December where it's cold and people that I know are going to L.A. in December where it's warm. So I'm yeah, not but, I'm not smacking it entirely. But 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 I have talked to people that that usually go to the bowl games and this is kind of one that they're not super excited about. So but maybe maybe it'll end up maybe they'll end up getting one of the other ESPN bowls and. It'll be like Shreveport, Louisiana, or something like that. I, don't I know. would go to Louisiana I, if it meant yeah, I got I to go with my dad. He's gonna be so yeah. embarrassed that I'm saying all this. I know, I know. He's gonna be just embarrassed and both excited for you and embarrassed um, that you're subbing in for Jeff on the podcast. Um, but yeah, so so bowl games, whatever. Uh, I yeah, it's just. It seems likely that that you know USC, even if they lose, will end up in a in a New Year's Six bowl. Probably. Um, so yeah, I don't think they'll they'll fall down so far um, for losing their conference championship game. Um, but yeah, uh, I, but yeah, go Utes. Go um, Utes. Go no Pac-12 team once again in the college football playoff because honestly, USC barely counts. I don't really care. Like uh, whatever, you know. If it was, I, I don't know. I, and also, it benefits you, Dub, if USC wins. And I just, you know, it's hard to root for anything. The enemy of my enemy is my friend in this scenario. So Utah, Utah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that kind of it's painful to say too, but um, yeah. So so yeah, we we've uh, headed to LA Bowl, Apple Cup, fuck that. Uh, but hey, if we're going to a ball game again. That's fun. That's so fun. Uh, Seven to five. Um, but yeah, so, uh, what I'll do now is we'll, we'll take a break. Then we'll come back. We'll talk men's hoops. We'll talk women's hoops and man and uh, an exciting week for volleyball. Woo-hoo. So, uh, 
We will be right back. And we're back. So usually Jeff says that, but I, I forgot to tell you. So, That's okay. I was about to ask uh, you if I was supposed to do it. <laughs> yeah. And we're back. But, there you yeah, go, Craig. We're back. So yeah, obviously, Emma, I think you know this. Like what we do out of the uh, break is actually we don't talk about anything that we said we were going to talk about. We talk about uh, what we're drinking. Yeah. Which is the most important thing. The most important element of podcasting is drinking while yeah. while talking um you know just that creates quality podcasting so emma what are you drinking okay i've been nervous for this all night because i was unable so as many of you might know i work at a craft brewery here in chicago so i was very excited like oh i can drink one of my beers and like talk about a it on the podcast a coog owned craft brewery so big deal big deal and then i unfortunately realized that i don't have any of our cans at home um, no. I know. So I could lie to all of you and say, well, right now I'm drinking our lion's den, which is a hazy IPA. Uh, and it's like citrusy and yummy and good, but I'm all, I'm not an IPA person. Uh, so that's line number one. Lumber nine, line number two is I don't actually have it with me. The only beer that I was able to obtain, I was like, Craig's going to be so mad at me. Um, so I'm, I'm drinking a Corona. <laughs> Um, and I was like, I have to like, thank God I'm not looking you in the face. Cause I just don't want to see the disappointment fall upon your features. And luckily I wouldn't be able to see your forehead cause you're probably wearing a hat, but I could just, I can just envision it. And I, so I am in fact drinking a Corona. I don't have a lime, so it's even sadder. Um, but that was the only beer that they had at my Seven Eleven that I went to before this. They only had Corona at the Seven Eleven. Well, and then they also they even have, have like, like- Anti-hero or something They did, like but I, do, I was not in the mood for something heavy. It's sad that I've, I know, Craig, I know, I know. I'm so <clears> sorry. <throat> po- I'm sorry, Pod, everybody. I'm, again, I am no Jeff. You, especially. you could have, you could have spun it. I'll spin it for you. Mm-hmm. Craig, since you got married in Mexico and I was there. I, I thought it would be cool to do a Mexico Mexican beer, and so I got Corona. You know what they did? They literally had Tecate, and I almost grabbed that for the bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I grabbed the Corona. You're right. Mexico is so fun. Ah, oh, I miss it. Let's go back. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to get married again. I mean, you could do like a vow. Like, don't you do a vow renewal? Just do a vow. Re- no, don't find it. None other wife. No, keep your lovely, lovely wife. But oh, okay, I'll, but I'll don't. do that. She liked. Okay. She likes the ocean and the and the vibes. She'd be down. Yeah, yeah. Just vow renewal every year. Just got to renew them again. Just and making sure know. everyone knows. Yep, everyone has to go to our wedding every single year in Mexico. This is your vacation now. I would love that. <laughs> it was my first big vacation out of the country too. And I had gotten like, I had saved up a little bit and I had gotten some money for graduating college. And I was like, man, 
what better way to unwind and like really go it was my also like the first play time yeah it was the first time that I really went somewhere went somewhere in like the were allowed to travel other places you know so yeah. such a good time but yeah I am drinking a Corona so sorry for you so, I am one of the craft beer lovers I promise but that's what we have right but now you have to you have to give a review <clears throat> of the Corona you're right give us some um, tasty notes here it tastes like a Mexican lager <laughs> which I have excellent news <laughs> is that it is in fact a Mexican lager I like so the we do a Mexican lager um, at our brewery in the summer usually or spring and ours I think is a little better um because it's just a little smoother I but so. I am I'm not mad at all uh, yeah I hope it's better it's definitely better than corona I promise um but I am if I'm drinking like easy beer when I'm out I'm just a corona girl I can't I don't know what to say I'm giving it a 10 I'm giving it a 10 well we don't we don't rate but if you want to give it a, a number that's fine yeah I'll give it a 10 uh, but, out of 10 but so but here's the thing about the corona versus tecate you were talking about usually if you go to a bar tecate is at the pricing level of all the cheap american beers yeah but corona they want to call it a fancy beer they they, and charge, they charge it, an it extra a little buck. bit higher pr- yeah charge the extra buck like yeah. well, come on it's the same shit it's it just is. in a glass bottle well and for those of you who weren't in mexico first of all sorry second of all we i can't shotgun beers normally it's just not a skill that i have which is embarrassing I think it's because I chose the wrong college. I think I would have um, had a better experience shotgunning beers had I gone to a better college. Nonetheless, um, we were shotgunning Tecates at pretty much every available minute because they had them in every hotel room. And then also yeah. the big one was at your wedding reception. And that's where I learned how to shotgun a beer properly. Yay. Yeah, they every every room had Tecate and Tecate Light. You know, it was... It, I, I actually, I always wanted the Tecate light because it was so hot. And I was like, that's just, it just tastes like water. I think I'm getting hydrated right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, uh, you're yeah, of, yourself into thinking that. Yeah. Shotgunning, shotgunning, uh, Tecate is, yes, good memories. Um, Steph we, is still the reigning course, champ, I believe. She was a beast. Uh, Stephanie is an incredible beer chugger. Very, awesome. very good at that. She gave um, me some pointers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, she's she is skilled. And uh we did shotgun some beer before the Apple Cup. Uh thanks to the Craig to what, the, what did the you Logan, shotgun? Um we May shotgunned some spotted cow oh, for the vibes. God, if I could have gotten my hands on spotted cow you know, had I had I been given more time, like if I had known beforehand that I was coming on this podcast, I actually think that I would have been able to track down some spotted cow. Yeah, you're not that far from the Wisconsin border. I would have borrowed my roommate's car and been like, Ian, I'm really like, I'll pay for the gas. I'm like really a, sorry. Like I have a, to whip it up to Wisconsin really yeah, quick. It's like, like an hour drive to the border. Yeah. And we literally, as we know, the first gas station across the border, tons of spotted cow, cases of spotted cow everywhere. Oh, I Very miss that stuff. minivan every single day. Yeah, that was a fun minivan. It was good times. Man, are we giving all of you FOMO? I really hope we are. Yeah, that was there was definitely not a lot of spotted cow drank in that minivan because you you can't do that. That's, That's illegal. We didn't do that at all. Who said that? I would no, like to talk no to their did. good because it's not true. 
What are you drinking, Craig? Wow, thank you for asking. Now, Emma, so uh, I also didn't put enough, like my usual amount of effort into the beer tonight because mm-hmm. um, I just had a lot going on today. Um, but I have a, uh, just so I just, I had it in the fridge, one of my all-time favorite beers. And I, I know we've done, well, Jeff especially has done this brewery a million times on the mm-hmm. pod. Um, cause it's, it's, you know, it's our, one of our favorite breweries up here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, it's Holy Mountain Black Beer, um, which Ooh. is just a, a dark ale, a light 4% dark ale with a ton of flavor, um, can crush all these. They only make it in the winter, uh, like the fall and winter. But, and you know, it's one of my favorite beers because you can just crush them, a ton of flavor, very roasty, tastes like a bigger beer than it is, has good body at that 4%. I love it so much. Um, so I drink like cases of it in the winter because uh, it's just so delicious whenever it comes around. Um, it's a, it's just delicious beer. I don't even know. They just call it dark ale. So I don't even know exactly what the beer style is. Um, I just know it's delicious mm-hmm. and, you know, around, um, you know, one, one of the benefits from COVID times is that they started canning it and they haven't stopped canning it. So, uh, they just, whenever they release it, they can it before you had to go get like a crowler or a growler from, yeah. The, from from either like a beer store that had it or or go to Holy Mountain, but it is delicious. Uh, one of my favorite breweries. I hate to repeat breweries, um, but I just I just didn't have the time tonight to to scour my cellar. I wanted to get to find a Chicago beer, but I was gonna say I, I'm kind of shocked that you yeah. didn't grab a Chicago beer. You know, I, I think Corona is actually there's it's like a, a, a Chicago distributor that brings it into the U.S., so it's kind yeah. of a Chicago beer. Yeah, maybe. God, Brent is going to listen to this. Brent is my boss at the brewery, and he's going to be like, Craig does a better job at talking about beer than you do. I think that we need to evaluate your employee performance. Well, I think Brent already knows that um, because, you know, I've I've talked to him about his brewery and stuff before, so that was cool. Uh, But, yeah, like, but you are, you have come a long way. And also, I've listen to you talk about the beers you guys actually sell and it's a lot different thing when it's not just a light mexican lager so yeah our yeah. beer is really good if you're in the chicago area ever please come say hi Cooks get 20 percent off burning bush brewery burning bush brewery plug free advertising yeah. free meaning i work there so yeah we usually do that with coog breweries often um yeah, so Cougun Brewery in Chicago. If you're ever in Chicago, if you live in the Midwest, check it out. I actually knew Brent in college, and so yeah, Brent. Um, and then good egg. Yeah, so um, so beer, yay, woo, yay, beer. Um, Notorious beer fans. Wait, Craig, rate yours out of ten. Oh, I, fine. It's a ten out of ten. <laughs> it's the, one of the greatest beers of all time. Get, awesome. get the fuck out of here. You're welcome for this yeah, new it's idea. An, it, it's an Amanda. Oh, well, you should have just led with that. In then your, I would have got face, it right away. In your face, see whatever the fuck your Twitter handle Also, C-A something something underscore 24. I, I will say also, as a person who was seated in that hall that you walked into, like, her dress was amazing. Everybody looked so good. Everybody was so happy. Like, that guy's just jealous, I think. Yeah. 
He just wishes he was Which, there. He has. He wishes he was there. He wishes that he could ever even deign to speak to someone as wonderful and beautiful as Amanda. And that's all I'm going to say because I know that she gets embarrassed about being talked about just like my dad. Oh, she doesn't. But, she doesn't listen to this or oh, well read then, anything I write. <laughs> well, then let me let me count the ways. You know what I mean. But yeah. anyway, so that and then the tomato bisque as well. He's probably jealous that he didn't get. To oh my soup. god, that yeah. soup. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I wanted to take a bath in that, literally. It was so good. Yeah. Memory unlocked. Yeah. God, I'm going to dream about that soup tonight. Yeah, it was delicious. Like, it was definitely like I talked to people about my wedding this past weekend and they were like, that soup. Oh my God. Like, what even was that? Like, it was so good. I'm like, I have no idea. We like, we didn't, we didn't get to like, we didn't go down to Mexico to try. We just like picked a menu. I will like, say, to, well, especially because they were giving you the runaround through so many, like the wedding was this day and then it was going to maybe rain and Mexico totally shuts down when it rains. And we were all trying to explain. We're all from the Pacific Northwest. Rain is not going to phase us. A little drizzle, that's going to be nothing. Like, it's fine. But so you guys got shelved around, and it wound up being so fun. I'm just glad that we talked to the people at the reception into letting you put your playlist on. Yes. It's yeah. not just at the coup, you guys. Craig's influence spans countries. Well, my sister and I stayed up, like, until about four hours before we had to go to the – the airport in Mexico, like in my, in my, in my dining room, like making that playlist the night oh, before we left to Mexico. You guys, I was <laughs> so, getting texts being like, this is so fire. And I, like, I was on the edge of my seat and it did not disappoint. I have to say it was probably you. one of thank the most you. fire wedding playlists you could have. It was the perfect mix between surprising stuff and like the classics. Anyway, it was an Amanda well, we out did, of 10. We'll give it we, that. We took yeah, the playlist yeah, was an Amanda. Amanda out of 10. Yeah. So yeah, and it was you know we took requests and everything. So we 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 implemented that, and then some some of the requests Steph and I decided to not get to go in. But anyways, no one wants to hear about this. Uh, I think Jeff and I also talked about this for a while, like when this actually happened. But Emma hasn't been on since. Yeah, then. and it's one of my favorite things to talk about. But we should talk a bit about. My, some Wisconsin of our other favorite weekend. things. Yeah, we really like, should. Because you haven't been on to talk about the Wisconsin weekend. And that was one of the great weekends of all time. Wait, you mean the last time that we played football? Well, well, there's been a few. That was what we were saying when we lost the three games in a row. Yeah. And then, well, we, then we, we, we took a hiatus and then we came back and then we took the rest of the hiatus. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Wisconsin. Yeah. God, that was magic. That was good. Like, you know, you just, uh, if we're, if we're just like looking back a bit, that we're at the end of the regular season in football, I think like that, that was definitely the height of the season. Like, that was incredible. Like, it doesn't matter that Wisconsin only ended up being six and six. They were ranked at the time. That stadium is intimidating. That mm -hmm. town is fun as hell. It's the Midwest, beautiful too. The Midwest is just, just a drinking and then, and then like, and then like, uh, like Wisconsin is like the capital of drinking in the, in the Midwest. And it's just, you know, we got to have C Corbell, uh, brand, like what was it? God, Jesus. It was Brandy. Yep. Yeah. yeah well, Katie brought that. That was awesome. Can, bar can barely say it. Um, I know I will just try to trying to chug that. That was, that was the one I don't think we finished was the Corbell. Yeah. I think, that I think that was the gross. one thing that was 
that was abandoned. Almost. That we just kind of chucked in in the garbage. I'm gonna say though, we one thing room. I was a little bit surprised about is so we're at that alumni the pregame tailgate event, right? It was not really a tailgate. We were in this like conference type situation set up and I had said to one of you I can't remember who it was but I was like oh I bet it's going to be really hard to get alcohol here because I am in my early 20s and that's my priority especially when we're at Coog games and whoever I said that to was like no come on we're in we're in the midwest and we're a bunch of Cougs like they should know how stocked up they need to be and I was correct you were correct they grossly underestimated who they were dealing with. And it was like a WSU alumni event. So I was like, man, you guys, like, and you're giving us spotted cow. Like you got like, we should be on a mountain of spotted cows right now. Like you guys got to be stocked. It it was funny. Like at the start, it took us so long. You had to wait for like 45 minutes to get a drink. And so it was like, everyone come, we're ordering. But that was the problem. Everyone would be like, okay, I have to order the entire bar now. Yeah, that was just in life. So that well, would just get, make like, everyone wait. Yeah, like and so everyone would be like, "Okay, we have eight people that all all need two drinks." Like we, just, I remember we just one of the bars went up seven spotted cows, please. They're like, "Okay, those are the last seven. And none of everyone behind us was a little bit mad. Um, but then by the end of it, that you could literally just walk up to the bar and get a drink, and like. And then, like, get another one immediately. Well, and I will uh, say we... I wound up being happy that I didn't, like, even get really too buzzed at that because I was walking into the game thinking, oh, gosh, I'm so sober. I'm going to remember every second of this, and I don't know how it's going to go. And then we all walked out being like, thank God we remember that so well. That was awesome. Yeah, I know. I was so worried that, like, the pregame was just going to be so drunken that, like, we would just, like – kind of barely remember going to the football game and then yeah we have very clear very sound memories which and what a game to remember yeah we jumped around that was awesome just what a what an all-around great weekend i mean i took you guys uh, to sluggers which is one of the most insane bars in wrigleyville when we got back we went to all my little haunts yeah we went to your we went to your bars uh, on the night before we're to your spot uh, and I tried, I tried to put you guys in bed at, at a reasonable time, and I went to bed at a reasonable time, and the next morning, everybody was like, <laughs> we stayed up way too late. And I was like, guys, I put you in the Uber at, like, midnight. What are you talking about? And B.A. goes, well, we got back to a hotel where we were staying at with Craig, so I'll let you imagine how much more drinking we did. <laughs> and the bar was it. we ran down to 7-Eleven, and the guy was like, he looked at us, and he goes, you have 10 minutes until yeah. I cannot sell alcohol again anymore. <laughs> like, okay, thank you for that. And so we just were grabbing anything we could find. Yeah, you got to scour sometimes. <laughs> then, like, you know, we, hey, we were on vacation already. Yeah. Like, you, hadn't quite, you hadn't quite started vacation yet. We no. were already there. You yeah. know, we got up. We got on the fucking like 6 a.m. flight. Like, I remember me and Katie were booking that together. And we're like, well, this is the cheapest one, and it gives us the most time to, like, you know, Emma to show us around Chicago and stuff on that day there. And we did. We had a lot of time. You know, we got to see where you went to school. We We got to see your favorite bars when you went to school. We got to see your favorite bars now. We went to brunch at your favorite brunch spot. Like, that, you know, whatever, man. Also, I have to say, I've been dying to try the restaurant underneath the bean for forever, and I've never had an occasion to do so. 
Yeah. And then we went and we, and we the, the margarita that I was drinking was very strong. And I think I had two of them. And I was like, man, I'm a little tipsy at the bean, which has been a lifelong goal then, of mine. And then BA and I had to get shots of tequila to catch up to you guys at that point. Because you guys were all ordering margaritas and we just had beer. And we're like, oh, shit, we got to. I was also eating a salad, which, like, in hindsight was not the, my smartest idea. I should have gotten, like, a burger. But I was like, ooh, a Caesar salad sounds good. And then I drank the strongest margarita I've ever had in my life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was – it was Fantastic it was vibes. awesome. Just great vibes weekend. Uh, we made some friends I, in Wisconsin who were like, we're going to go to the Pullman game. And I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it. But now I don't want to go when you guys go to Wisconsin or when you guys come to Pullman. Yeah, you should. That'll be crazy because like that. We should I run mean, it back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we should run it back. I think it's going to be a crazy crowd because like it's just like we we've never we haven't had a non conference opponent like that in Pullman. Like we haven't had a, a Power Five one since Illinois in like 1997, and they would not be even at the level of Wisconsin. I would say in terms of like attractive like. I mean, well, uh, now it doesn't seem like Wisconsin will be ranked next year because they went six and six this year. So, yeah. So that maybe takes some of the luster off, but I think it'll be, it'll be fun. I'll, well, the, it's it'll be still fun be having huge, the yeah. Wisconsin fans Show them um, our you know, town. with us, you know, let's, uh, you know, maybe we could be like, Hey, bring some spotted, bring, bring some Corbell. I was let's, literally uh, about to say, should I check a suitcase and just fill it with spotted cow? Maybe. I think that's Maybe I'm a, my best you might bet, need to and then be I can mule. I I and then I can send it. I can convince my parents to drive up and just send the empty suitcase back down with them. Yeah, I think I'm onto something. We'll chat. We'll I'll put it in the Chicago the coog the coog Emma, State I Chicago. I have traveled with coo- like with suitcases full of beer more than you could even imagine. So and I can bring some British um, ones. Ah, oh, it's the dream. Okay, well we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk to Casey and and Patty and and get that get get that Wisconsin trip. On any Mars. excuse, if anytime I'm on the West Coast, they're like, "Where?" and they go to there. It's yeah. really fun being well, an only I, child who moved seventeen hundred miles I away. Th- I think I think your dad will go to Pullman if you're going to Pullman. I mean, twist his arm. You know what I mean? Yeah, just hates it so much. Just hates it. Uh, hates hanging out with me. He's so happy you didn't go there for school. He's just yeah, so it's, happy. It's his biggest joy in life that I <laughs> God, he's listening to this. He's probably just chuckling to himself sitting at the kitchen table. No, with you're you're coming back for Bryce's twenty one. That's there and they're coming up for that too. <laughs> and then and I I should be going. You um, are going. I know there I've was decided. a family family vacation that I am not fully a part of planning. Uh, that I hope is not around the same time, but, uh, I really want to go. And, um, every and once in a while, Bryce be- will send in the next gen chat. Oh, I feel like I haven't truly experienced like a real big Pullman hangover. And then Nate and I will talk about the hangovers that you hand deliver us and how they're like no other. <laughs> and I'm like, Bryce, because also you have to go because I think it's kind of poetic that I call Bryce my kook little brother and you call me your like kook blog little sister and we hung out like the first time I met you was a week after I turned 21 and you were like it's so your 21 make, run. Does that also make does that also make Bryce my kook little brother if we're all this like yeah I, I, it's I, I like, good... we're grandfather like it's that's it's the it's the natural chain of life you know so you have to be there to help me 
hand deliver him such an epic Pullman hangover. Yeah, and honestly, like, uh, we we just we just do a good job of uh, not only bringing people on, but because uh, Kooksayer is not the most lucrative endeavor, we instead we we create the culture that people will love, um, and and you know the people just love hanging around, and I I have deemed myself the chief culture officer Can't of, of Kook Center because I don't really write or anything so I, I have to have some job i call um, myself the kook center personality hire well there you go like you know there how you, you have that one person in the office who you're like we're not really sure what you do but you like everything that you contribute in terms of what what work actually needs to get done is always just a little silly and that's yeah me. holy shit i just saw that I've seen people tweeting about the Kraken game a lot, mm-hmm. and I just I just saw that it they're going into overtime and it's eight to eight, which is like an insane hockey game. I I, I have decided to be a Kraken fan. Here's why. Hey, number one, yeah, fuck all. We, yeah, Portland ain't getting a team. Fuck no, they're Portland. not. Which don't get it that we just lost tonight. <laughs> we lost tonight, and I did check the score while recording. And if we were if we won, I was gonna be like. Oh, um, Craig, the Blazers won, but we did not win. That's fine. Um, I'll recover. Uh, they're still having a really killer season. Damian Lillard forever. Moving on, I've decided to be a Kraken fan, mostly because I would like to support more of your regional sports. I know how happy that makes you. Well, I still need to really get into the Kraken, but they're getting, they're making it easier this year because they are winning a lot. Like, yeah. They did not do that last year, and it was my- hard to kind of get into it. My other big number two is my Coog Center dad, Michael Pratt. <laughs> no- Gosh, say? no, that's on the internet forever. My other, my second, I know that one I didn't even plan. The Phoenix one I was planning. That one I had rattling around my little head. That one just, oh, uh, I was about to Emma, say, oh crap. Stop. Just, it's fine. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. I was just going to say, on. yeah. Go Kraken. But what were you going to say? I was, Go well, crack it. my Kook Center dad, Michael Preston, and therefore my, my mom, Sammy Preston, just got a big job there. So congratulations Heck to them. yeah. Because that's super Fuck exciting. Fuck yeah, Sammy. And it's it, good and when good listen, people get good jobs. If you listen to Michael's podcast as well, which if you subscribe to ours and you also subscribe to theirs, and a lot of you probably listened to his long before you listen to ours, um, on the intro, the the the... The female voice that you hear introducing Michael is Sammy, um, and she also has done some production on that podcast as well, because that is what she is going to do, the director of production. She's a badass. Um, she's very cool. Yeah, um, so just full plug for good her. Good job, Sammy. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, it- Bryce is 21-er, I think, actually, cycling back, circling back to that, I think offers a really excellent kind of transition into the men's basketball season yeah and i did i got to i watched about um i watched a significant portion almost the entire first half of the uh the wsu detroit mercy game with bryce uh this past weekend on friday in pullman which was one of the great days of all time Mm -hmm. like in pullman like we should have just not played the football game on saturday because Friday was fucking perfect. The vibes so, were high. I was seeing. The, the, I loved I it. I mean, 
hey, I was I was only drinking beer. I I didn't I didn't bring any edibles. The vibes weren't that high. Come on, um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the vibes were good. The vibes were high, as you said. Um, it was it was a great day. I think I uh, we started watched the U.S. England. My sister and I and and her husband Mark and my little niece uh, Iris. Um, started, we, we watched, and then lots of other people at the Coug watching the U S soccer match, um, at the Coug. And then we just went on over, watched just WSU annihilate Detroit mercy, but it was sick. I just got there and I just went and sat with Bryce and, and, and my friend Jamie, who many of you know, obviously he writes for Coug fan. Um, um, and so we just, we just hung out and got to. Now, if, there wasn't a lot of people on press row for the Detroit Mercy WSU game. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I didn't even, I don't think Bryce did either. We did not have press passes, but we just walked right on up there because it was just Jamie up there. Um, but yeah, we got to, you know, so it's, it's funny, you know, if you all read, if y'all read Bryce's, uh, basketball breakdowns, you know, he knows his shit. Oh my and God. So yeah. It was really fun to just like watch the game with him. And listen to him, like analyze everything they're doing. You know, hear, you know it's kind of like watching. What I like watching football with 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 BA. Like he just he could he just knows what's going on all the time and, and knows what kind of plays they're trying to run and like all this stuff and like who fucked up and all that stuff and like or who did well and and so it's it's fun. Like, so it was fun. I spent half the game with him and the other half in the beer garden. So you know, yeah, that seems like an off. excellent ratio. Yeah. You know, because Bryce cannot yet go into the beer garden. Soon. Little, little, yeah, soon. Early February. Soon. soon. I'm, ne- yeah, I'm definitely not counting uh, it down. February 11th. February 11th. Whatever game. Because um, I was super curious about, I really want to go. The it, I'm just so happy that it fell into place like this. Speaking of them taking my personal wants into, like, factoring that in when they're making the schedules. Because I'm curious about what it's going to be like to see Noah Williams play this team, if he plays. Yeah, yeah. If if he's not hurt. If he's not yeah. hurt. Because I am um, so fascinated by rivalries and the you know concepts behind all that, and like what what's that energy so, going to be like? I simply have to see it. And then Bryce sauce, was like, "That's okay. the game after my 21st birthday," and I was like, "Okay, well now I'm buying flights." Yeah. Now, now it's like. Oh, and and you know I'm over here like, <laughs> like just evilest laugh I could think of, because uh, I know just even bringing Bryce, you know, like just we've just been warning him so much. Um, you know, you think you've had the worst hangover. It's like, well, you didn't go to the Coug with me yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many times because on your twenty first, you know. If it, if there's anything like the amount of times I got iced when I was having my bachelor party there, I feel like needs to equate to the amount of times that he gets iced on his twenty first. At minimum. Oh, the, oh, and hey, big Kraken fan Emma, they just won. Oh, nine nice. To eight. Nine. Let's to eight go. I love um, hockey. And and that is six wins in a row for. Our That's actually Kraken. so awesome. Yeah, I do yeah. like hockey. Actually, I think hockey's super funny. Super funny. Yeah. I just think it's funny the notion of it. You're like just slapping a little rock around and hitting each other. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Good for you. It's, 
And it's like, yeah, one of the biggest sports in the world. And like, then oh, they yeah, lose teeth, this. and they're like, yeah, I lost some teeth. That's yeah, it's insane. It's completely normal not to We've have teeth. We've just normalized that. That's, I mean, could not ever be. You're, they're very brave. Well, it's like it's like if you're a basketball player, you just your ankles like just don't really like they they just you roll them constantly and it's just completely normal like and totally eroding your kneecaps yeah yeah like yeah or that yeah like in in, it's like skiing or tennis or something you just don't have knee you don't have like ligaments in your knees anymore uh it's just like bone on bone they're just gone um yeah so what we're talking about is basketball yeah bryce's is 20 well that should be fun you know um, yeah everyone write that down Everyone show up, yeah. show out. Let's get Bryce, Bryce a really, like, really excellent filmmaker. <laughs> Bryce is like, stop the pod. Cut. That's basically what happened at my bachelor party. Like, it, was it was definitely just, what happened at your bachelor well, party. Well, I had like multiple people who were like, are you going to any games? I'm like, well, I'm definitely going to the Oregon State Oregon weekend because I've had my bachelor party. And they're like, there was like people that were invited to the bachelor party technically. And then there was people that were also kind of invited to the bachelor party. And so that grew, that was like a number between 15 and 30 to 40 to, I don't even know. And then my mom Um, came. Yeah. Yeah. We just, we just had, we just had everyone. We tore it up. Like pretty much all of Pullman was at my bachelor party. Everyone was invited. Everyone was there. It was good times. It was such good times. Basketball season has really, I've, I've been, you know, that, that was the first WSU men's basketball game that I got to see in person. It was total. I mean, excellent experience. But I, you know, so I have high hopes going into the how, like how I'm going to be, how basketball weekends are going to be, because it was excellent, excellent first time for me. When I I just, I just ordered this sweatshirt. There's a, there's like a, it's kind of this like bearded brand called Permanent Hangover. And they they release these um, hoodies every once in a while that say just say they say like in like cursive writing on the on the chest they say I feel like shit mm-hmm. and I meant to order I meant to order one for Sunday at my a bachelor party but I I missed it I missed that sale but I got one now I got a nice gray one uh, that I that's gonna be my Sunday Pullman hoodie from now on it's just oh yeah I feel like shit yeah yeah written Which across your like, chest and visible on your face. Which I will say, like, the Apple Cup, like, I did fly. That was the first time I've actually flown to an Apple Cup game. Mm-hmm. Um, and not having to drive back five hours while extremely hungover was a benefit. That was that was nice, despite yeah. it being in the stupidest plane of all time. I'm flying in and out for Bryce's birthday. Oh, uh, you're not driving from Chicago? No, that would be crazy. That would be so fun. Me and my little me again begging my roommate to borrow his in car. February, in would February, it would not be fun. No, it would be awful. <laughs> I would not. My my parents would not. They, everyone would be so concerned. Also, yeah. I didn't realize it's that like, I had astigmatism for most of my updates. life. It literally, What'd but that say? would be so dangerous. But I am. I didn't know. I got like my eyes checked when I was nineteen, and that was the first time that we realized I had an asti- like astigmatism. And yeah. my friend sent me this meme one time of how streetlights look when it's raining and you're, you know, wiping and it's super blurry. And I texted her back and I was like, is that not how they always look? And she was like, girl, you've driven me at night so many times. And I'm like, and every time you've lived, but the moral of the story is, should we put me behind the wheel of a car? 100% of the time, maybe not. But you lived. 
when I drove you back yeah. from uh, what weekend was that? Was that your? It was the spring game. The spring game. I drove That's us home right. from the spring game. Yeah, good job. And my the playlist that I was playing went from like very sad to like Rihanna. <laughs> And you would check in and out of consciousness and be like, what is this? And I'd be like, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, that was it. great. That was that was a good Pullman drive back because I didn't get to have to do as much. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, so um, so yeah, this basketball game basketball. Uh, <clears throat> on Friday. Wow. So com- wow. coming off. So Jay Mullins coming off eight threes against Eastern just was blistering hot. Five of five from three just right off the bat. And like they, they just they hit nineteen threes in total, mm-hmm. school record nineteen of twenty nine, sixty six percent from three. Just good God! And they were like seventy seven percent just general field goals, which was awesome. Yeah, and it, like, and then uh, I think you're talking effective field goal Maybe. percentage right there. Yeah, um, one and a half points per possession, which is insane. Like that's just insane. absolutely insane. Um, yeah, they, they were, uh, uh, one also beyond that, like really impressive defensively. We, uh, we didn't really talk about him. Jeff and I didn't really talk about, but Antoine Davis is an insanely good basketball player. Uh, and he's, he's the leader. He's been a long time. It's Mike Davis's son. Um, for those of you that remember, he coached Indiana and a few other places. And, um, he, uh, he's just been an truly one of the better players in college basketball for a few years. And he was shut down. He was five of 16 from twos. One of, so overall six of uh, six of 19 only shot three free throws, uh, had an 85 offensive rating was using a ton of their possessions and they just totally shut him down. So that, you know, combined, combined with the, and then, you know, Detroit was only Detroit mercy was only 37% on twos back by, you know, the Eastern game, they, they had a real low two percentage. It, it's been good to see that the defense uh, uh, for Cougar basketball has actually stepped up because uh, recently they've, they've been, you know, in the first four games, they were struggling defensively, but they've really kind of corrected that recently. But then, of course, it's great to go bombs away from three as well. Mm-hmm. I'll never complain about that. Um, I will also say, yeah. I mean, I couldn't really catch a lot of the game because I, I was working, but I always try to throw the games on when I'm working so I can just take a little peek, and it was it did not disappoint. That is nice of being at a Cougar bar brewery is that you can always that, – that one, it's it has Pac-12 network. Oh, it sure does. And, and then, two, you can just always put on the game, and there's not going to be any protest. It's like, well, this is where you're at. You know? Yeah. Like, this is – you well, and we that. have we have nine TVs in our tap room, and we have two additional TVs in a like back community room that we have. So, like, I'm not hogging any TV by any means. Like, if someone's like, yeah. "Uh, I'm way over here at the end of the bar, and the fact that you have a game on that I don't care about at the other end is really upsetting me," I can be like, "Well, just don't look. Like, your game's right there. Just don't look at it." I would say that nicer to an actual customer, Brad, if you're listening to this. But yeah. yeah, it was. I mean, it's it's fun, and then also. I get so into it if I if it is slow and I get a chance to watch it, and then people who are just sitting at the bar see me getting into it, and so then I get to convert people, which is super fun. Yeah, exactly. You know, they just become big Coog fans. That's my goal. Which, you know, that that's the entire 
uh, goal of all Kugo businesses, obviously. But um, yeah, it was it was a pretty fun game to watch. You know, it, it's fun when like so many different guys get in on it. You know, we had we had a bunch of uh, you know. A the couple, bench was um, looking really good. Yeah, we had a, we had a couple walk odds again. We got like three minutes in the game, and then Mael, um, how do you say Amon Crespin? I don't mm-hmm. know, French man. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, but he hit three threes, looking good. He's the one that got them over the line on the record. We went, we were up at the beer garden. We were, we were tracking the the three pointers, and we just went crazy when he set the the record. It was like made it like ninety six to forty seven or something like yeah. that. Like it, it was not close, but it was fun. You know, it's fun. TJ was lighting it up from three. Um, it was nice to see Justin Powell back in like a a distributor mode. Uh, he had seven assists. Um, so I think, you know, they've kind of maybe you – know, also, they've got DJ Rodman back for a couple games, so they're they're closer to full strength. Still need to get Andre back. Mm-hmm. I know you're missing Andre. I mean, of course. <clears throat> am I ever. You know me. Yes. I, do, I Oh, man. <laughs> the spring game. Meeting them in the Coug. Yeah, he would have had some pretty great threes because we talked about that, him and me. Yeah. Because we go way back He's, now. I mean, he'd probably come back, and we got some good three-point shooters, but he, he could still be the best one. And, um, you know, TJ is obviously hitting threes like crazy right now, mm-hmm. and Jabe is, like, a nuclear. But it, it's crazy. Like, they go from losing just – obviously, the Eastern and Detroit Mercy are not that good, but they just absolutely obliterated them after, you know, losing in bad fashion to a bad Prairie View team. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see them come back and just obliterate two teams that they should um, shoot well, play defense well, and now they have coming up obviously a huge game. Um, you know the, the, the these early conference games that they do now that we've moved to twenty conference games versus eighteen um, is to you know they have Oregon coming up on Saturday mm-hmm. um, or I'm sorry Thursday and then uh, Utah coming up on Sunday. Um, so you know Oregon. They are struggling a bit right now. Um, obviously, the, people probably look at us and say a similar thing, but uh, they, uh, as they typically do in the in the uh, early season, kind of struggle a bit. They did get a nice win over Villanova, who is actually not Villanova's not as good as they normally are. Um, they've also had a quite a difficult schedule. They play Houston and UConn and uh, Michigan State. So, uh, but so you know, I think some of the stuff is a little overblown about them struggling, but. Um, well, but, everyone yeah, they, gets they, so dramatic about Oregon always. No one can just have yeah. a rational opinion about any University of Oregon sport across the board. Yeah. And that's coming from a person who grew up in Oregon. Yeah. It, it, it's obviously that's accelerated in your lifetime uh, since Phil Knight started giving all that money to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, their expectations have taken quite – I mean, and plus, uh, you know, the the program has went to uh, you know a couple we had made some real nice runs recently you know, final yeah. fours and such uh but yeah it's uh but, but it they're never people aren't ever just like oh Oregon's okay like if if people say Oregon's okay everybody is like everything's on fire it's like relax yeah. but that being said it's it's definitely a winnable game for Wazoo like more than I would have thought of at the start of the year especially after we lost Prairie View ADAB but uh, I think Oregon's going to have a couple guys out. You know, obviously, w, uh, it sounds like Andre's not going to be back for this one. Um, but, um, but you know, th- th- this is definitely a winnable game. Um, it's a data all team. They're like, they, I don't know what to say. Like they, 
Like, they haven't done anything particularly well this year. They usually play decent defense. They they're usually a good offensive team. You know, they'll they'll crash the offensive glass. Um, they you know that's that's kind of one thing they do well. They they, they have some uh some good shot blockers on the team, so they make it tough to finish in the lane. Um, that that could be tough for um, you know, our front line, which is obviously thinned out. Um, um, you know, kind of Mo's been holding it down uh, down there. So we'll see. It's definitely a step, a, a very different uh, lineup. It's going to be a lot bigger lineup that WSU mm-hmm. is used to facing. It, interesting fact: WSU on on Ken Palm is number one in the. I mean, sorry, Oregon on Ken Palm is number one in average height in the entire country. Um, they have, they're going to roll out a lineup where there's not really, it's going to be six, five, six, eight, seven foot, six, 11, six, six, like just big guys all over the court. So it'll be interesting to see how WSU adjusts to that. They, they've been playing some smaller lineups recently. Um, so I'll be interested to see if they, you know, maybe a drama gets some more time. If my yeah. gets some more time, um, just, just to kind of, to combat the size of Oregon um so well yeah, we've got some we've got quite a bit of like six five six 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 seven guys too yeah yeah you know because they but it, it, the just where where we're lacking a bit this year versus previous years is is that top end like where we had like last year where you had fa and mm-hmm. deshaun and mo well now you have mo and and drama and you have Mael, so we still have the size but they're just not quite as they're not as, as experienced yeah and, well, I watched the Kyle Smith press conference. Um, he didn't seem too worried about like Mo specifically going up against Oregon. He thinks it's going to be a pretty good matchup. I did a little bit of Jeff in that one, and I watched the press conferences. <laughs> so, so ode to Jeff. But yeah, he seen he said he wasn't too worried, and that he thinks it's going to be a good matchup. So I think it'll be fun. Yeah, should be fun. Hopefully, we get the WSU of the last two games and all of the mm-hmm. two games before that. I do think like D- DJ missed those two games, and when you're down that many of your guys that you meant to have on your team, like it's gonna be bad. And plus, DJ is just one of those guys. Like maybe he doesn't do a lot, like in terms of like stats and things like that. But you know, the coaching staff loves to be always. They, they love plus minus, and he always seems to have good plus minus. Given what they did in the two games when he was gone and what they've done in the two games at back, I'm sure his plus minus is looking very good right now. Uh-huh. Um, so it's it's uh, it, it's interesting. Like so, it's good to have DJ back. You know, it'll be really good to get Andre back. Um, and then on Sunday, not sure if Andre is going to play that one or not. Uh, I, I'm guessing not if he's not going to play or against Oregon. But WSU then hosts Utah. I wish they, this game was on Saturday. I think more people would have tried to go. Um, although maybe tougher because it's a weekend after Apple Cup, but this game definitely winnable for WSU. Uh, you know Utah. Um, you know WSU currently sixty and Utah sixty three on um, Camp Pop. So it's, in terms of Camp Pop prediction, very close. Um, WSU slight advantage there, um, but you know Utah very good defense right now. Of course they've they've not played like a. Like an insane schedule by any stretch. Um, they've played. They did play. They they played Mississippi State and Sam Houston State, and they lost to both of them. Um, but so that's those have been their their biggest games. Um, but it it they they've kind of they've they've played well on defense so far. That could be tough. 
Um, it, they, um, in terms of three pointers, they, they kind of limit threes pretty well. Um, it'll be an interesting matchup. Uh, they, they've did really, really good shutting down the inside. Only give up 38% on twos. So the, yeah, like that, and the WSU hasn't been particularly good finishing inside. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. Both these games, WSU's going to have to hit threes again. Like, I think that's just going to be a fa- something that happens all season. The good thing is they have a lot more shooters uh, than they have had in, in seasons past, especially when Andre comes back. But um, so hopefully, you know, w- Utah doesn't force very many turnovers at all. So WSU can have an efficient game, not have turnovers, hit some threes. That, that That's what we're going to look for um, against Utah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it should be a good matchup. Yeah. I think WC has a legit chance to get both these games and I, and I would, I would hope that they get at least one, but I think that Oregon game, it, it should be a quad one win, uh, or a quad one opportunity, uh, cause it's a road game, truer road game. So that that's after losing to Prairie View, um, this becomes a huge game in terms of, uh, if you still have aspirations for the NCAA tournament. So, but Oregon's looking a little more beatable, uh, but I still don't think they'll still be in that like top 75, which is for road games, top 75 in in net. So it should end up at the end of the year being a quad one game. So it would be huge if they get this win. The Utah game um, won't be a quad one, it'll be a quad two, but still, it's still important to, to not lose those games as much. Uh, so it, it's a big weekend, big, big weekend, kind of in the middle of your non-conference. They throw these conference games now, and both of them are, are big games uh, for WSU if they want to get back on track after kind of stumbling early. Once I read Bryce's uh, write-ups, I will be able to talk like that also. I just want everyone to know. <laughs> also, Craig, be- the day that you've been longing for, I feel, is rapidly approaching and that's i'm gonna be asking you maybe not tomorrow maybe not the day after but sometime soon to explain ken palm to me like truly truly explain it to me (laughs) and this is a journey that you've been trying to take me on for many many moons and i think i'm finally ready because i sent you and jeff this meme one time of you guys were tweeting very stressfully about ken palm and it was that like it's those guys sitting on the bus and one half of the bus is like in gray and it's all dark and the guy's staring at the window and he's sad. And then the other half is it's in color and the guy's all happy and he's staring at this beautiful, you know, landscape. And I edited text onto it of Jeff and Craig sitting in the dark gray part. And it was knowing what Kempom is. And then me sitting in the little happy part, not knowing what Kempom is. But I think <laughs> I'm finally ready to join you guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll schedule a time to, uh, to to get you in on, on the Ken Palm. I'll you know, have a pen. I'll I'll have a pen and paper. I'll be ready. I'll be such you're, a good you're like, little student. You're, you're only you're only like fourteen years behind. It's fine. It's, I know, you know, but hey, I can catch up. Yeah, yeah, of course. We're always always happy, uh, you know, to bring you up to speed on um, current basketball uh, analytics. Well, and uh, they're I not doing... even they're not even like advanced anymore. It's just like the normal stuff that people use. Yeah, but even that, you know, I still, it's just a lot of numbers, so I can't wait to learn. So for those of you who maybe, well, I feel like everybody who listens to this, like, also knows what Ken Palm is, so maybe I'm just talking into nothing. But one day, one day I'll be one of you, and it's going to be glorious. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. 
Um, so one thing I wish that Kempop had was um, a, a women's equivalent. Uh, but he says like some of the there's kind of it would be like a different formula because because kind of just uh, how things shake out. So he he'd have to like make a whole different formula for it. But um, well, maybe but, now so, that he knows that I'm interested in caring, maybe he'll put some effort in. Ken, yeah. if you're listening. Yeah. Ken has been on this podcast before, but I do not think he listens to it. Well, um, that's fair. Maybe he and I just need to have a little chat. If he tells me how to – I have friends who code. We can make it happen, Ken, you and me. Shoot me an email. <laughs> Let's get the girls in. Let's go, girls. Yeah, that would be sick. Uh, but, yeah, the, the women who ha- um, had a real nice uh, win uh, just yesterday, Monday, as of when we're recording this, yesterday – uh against it's wednesday for me state. right now but yes oh yeah just oh yeah it is um <laughs> uh south dakota state uh the jackrabbits who um are supposed to be a, a really good team uh so by the end of the year this should be a very good win they started out real poorly uh south south dakota state got up 14 to 3 and then wc was completely locked down and, and destroyed them after that just it was um they ended up winning 61 to 41. That was even after like South Dakota state hit a three right at the end to pull it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's uh, a real nice win because for most of the game, Charlize wasn't really doing much offensively. And there's been definitely been a lot of times in the past where Charlize, if Charlize does not play well offensively, then this team just doesn't do well. And it's overall, felt, yeah. Charlize, Charlize did not have a good game. Like, um, she didn't get to double figures until like two minutes left. Really, she got to thirteen. She had five turnovers. She didn't shoot that well. Four of thirteen. One of five from three. Um, but then you had, there's just more players that could pick up the offensive slack. You have obviously Johanna Tedder. She's been there for a while. She could have big games. She had a big game here, seventeen. Um and you know only one turnover. Bella has really taken a step forward. Mm-hmm. In, double in double 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 for Bella. Yeah. But she's had multiple this year already, and she's just she's stepped taken a step forward in, in kind of her consistency or aggressiveness. Um, I I know that the, that's something they've been preaching with her for years is like to be aggressive, to be um to you know give maximum effort, and and I think really you're seeing a different Bella and just a, her ability, her passing ability, her her ability in the post like has been really impressive so far this year. And then Tara Wallach just uh, has really taken a step forward on her finishing. She had Ted, uh, you know, to write out the coup. That was most of the scoring for them, those those players. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just nice to see, you know, you can have Tara step in, Bella step in when Charlize isn't having her best day. And then the defense is there to just completely annihilate a, a pretty good team. Oh, yeah. It's always fun. My yeah, I they're so fun to watch. Oh, they're just so fun. And what did uh do you have any uh you have a little tidbits or you know since you're the uh you're, you're the filling Jeff. in for Jeff and, <clears throat> and being being the watching the 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 press conferences, what what anything interesting that Cammy had to say? I mean, any excuse for me to listen to Cammy talk, I'm down. Like I was already watching her. Admittedly, I watch hers pretty often. I just like, like, she's just, like, I just like her. Like, I feel like she and I would be friends. But also, I feel like our friendship would largely consist of me just listening to her, which would be fun. Um, 
yeah, she was really impressed with Bella's passing um, and her control and not needing to, like, play fast and loose. Um, And then they were adjusting really well to double teaming, she thought, and, like, focusing on getting up against, like, the posting from South Dakota State and, like, being able to play through that and being present with the ball is really exciting. So, yeah, it was just all... But also, she's so humble. So she was like, well, we're still, you know, we're still going to be on Bella about, cause, like, nothing's nothing's perfect yet. Like, we're not going to act like, you know, she's very good at compartmentalizing, I feel like, with the compliments and also with the, like, we're not just going to act like we can't ever improve. Which I feel like is a, is a good balance to have when you're a coach. Yeah, I don't know. If you've ever, like, been to a game and you watch Cammy on the sideline, it's definitely Bella is the player that drives her nuts the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think they just it's just what you know some coaches you just pick you know you have certain players that you just know that they have a ton of uh a ton of potential and you kind of just want to make sure that you you hammer into them that they can reach that potential and i think sometimes that's what it is with bella and we're thinking we're, we're seeing bella step up her game a lot this year uh which is which is nice um so they have uh, one more game this week on friday against montana um, it's definitely a game they should win. And then they, they go to, it's weird next week they play Portland, which is weird in this day and age. And, and there's definitely some coming up where there's like no TV listed. And that's even with the, even on the women's games, that's, that's, that's weird. These like these days to not see that happening. Yeah. Um, but Montana, it's going to be in Pullman. So nice thing with the PAC 12, if, if, if it's a, if it's on a PAC 12 campus, they're, they're always going to have like it on a live stream and that's what it'll be on Friday. Uh, so yeah, and they're, now they're sitting at five and one. Really nice start to the season for them, and they have a real chance to finish strong in this non-conference. And then, of course, the one conference game on December eleventh against Washington at Washington, which is kind of weird that they're they just do the one early one. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you gonna go? So yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think nice. I will. We'll go with, go with some friends. Get a take B. And we'll uh. have, a, have a good have a good time. Be. Take her to as 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 she, as I've taught her to refer to. We'll take her to the bad place. Yeah. And um, yeah. She's uh, so iconic. Yes, of course. Um, Big fan. So now, going back to the Friday in Pullman, the the true the most important Apple Cup event of the weekend uh, was between the number twenty five uh, WSU Cougars and the number twenty four. UW Huskies on the volleyball court in front of, I believe, the one, possibly the biggest crowd in, in WSU volleyball history. That's what a, I was seeing. It was packed. Like there was just people standing everywhere. Like it was, it was crazy. Like apparently, apparently, I, I let, I had some a friend who had some season tickets, and it, the two people that usually sit with him weren't there, and so Steph and I got went sat by by him. Apparently, Charlize and some of the other basketball players took our spot, so uh public service uh that we provided for them yeah uh, but uh but yeah that was a so you know wsu uh they, they lost to ucla early in the week but uh they came back uh a uw team that have swept them in seattle earlier this year and they put it on them uh two really close you know some really close uh close sets to start uh that uh UW actually had match points on, and they fought them off, and they came back and won. It was really fun to watch. My sister was loving it. She played volleyball in high school. I could see her just, like, missing volleyball. Yeah. Um, 
and and so that she i know she's like been like oh i want to get back into it it sounds great uh but yeah it was uh really fun to see that it was such a great atmosphere um just to see them and i know the volleyball players i think they got some energy from that because it, it, was, it was so great there i know my friend that goes to you know most every game uh andrew he said um he said like he was just so excited about how how uh how how intense the crowd was people were cheering and screaming and yelling and um so that was super fun to to beat you we got to do dubs down you know get beating you dub that dubs video of you and stuff on twitter yeah and then you know we you guys were apparently... in unison too was that planned or is that just like sibling no no that was just you know we just do that that just yeah. happens uh but yeah <laughs> we, we got we got the we got on apparently on pac-12 network as well um uh, with our dubs down so that was good got definitely sent someone uh set at me on twitter with a a screenshot of that which is now my cover photo um on uh on twitter um so yeah it was uh that was super fun so like friday in pullman was awesome like that was that was a, a super fun time um, was there even a saturday I, I don't even know. Like there, was I, don't, no, I definitely, I don't recall one. I definitely did some things on Saturday. There's like a, a four hour window that I'm just like, I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but when we had, we we did some, you know, just dubs down all night, good times, uh, to sweep you dub, and then on Sunday they got the NCAA tournament selection and WSU for the seventh consecutive time headed to the tournament. Uh, they have a seven seed, and they're they're playing UNLV. Um, I believe on Saturday. No, what what day was it on? Or was it on Thursday? Shoot, probably should. Let me confirm this. Get on the sports here. Uh, sports and volleyball schedule. Uh, December first at five. Okay. Yeah. So game, Thursday. Yeah, game can be found on ESPN Plus. Yeah, so ESPN Plus, if you have that, check out the uh, volleyball uh, opening round uh, or first round uh, matchup. Uh, and if and you they, have ESPN it, Plus, please let me hack you so I can watch it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sharing um, is caring. At Emma with your, with your uh, ESPN Plus. Sharing passwords. is caring. Yeah, I've already, I've used it Jeff's uh, ESPN Plus password. Jeff. Uh, thank you, Jeff. <laughs> I've stolen your spot on the podcast. Could I borrow your ESPN login? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. And he's getting his spot so back. I'm just keeping his seat warm. They're playing down in San Diego. And so if they win, it's likely that they'll play the number two seed, University of San Diego, in the second round, uh, which is a tough draw. Uh, but, you know, uh could be worse. They could be playing a one seed in the second round if they get by. But mm-hmm. I-, I would love to tell you everything about UNLV. Uh but I can't tell you a single thing about UNLV. Otherwise, they are unseated, and uh, WSU should be the better team. But you know, neutral site should be too big. It's like a it's like a seven ten game in the NCAA tournament for the Met, the basketball. Um, so just think of it that way. It should be a close fought match. Uh, but you know, they've 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 went to the second round pretty consistently, um, and then hit the Sweet Sweet Sixteen once recently as well. Um, so hopefully they could they could do that again, um, you know. And then just really a, just to, to go seven consecutive NCAA, NCAA tournaments is so so impressive. And 
just not you just don't see WSU programs like have that sort of sustained success. So it's it's been really impressive what Jen Grady and staff have done, uh, bringing in good players consistently, and then the players like Pia and, and Magda who have been here for a few years just continually to be better and better. And um, yeah, it's been uh it's been fun. It was really fun to watch in person and and, and you know catch them on. It'll lead right into the to the basketball game. I think that's a yeah, that's at seven thirty. So you can watch watch a little uh, volleyball, uh, and then you can watch a little hoops. So qu- quite a day on Thursday night. What else are you doing? You know what I mean? Hey, you got nothing better to do. Come on. There is nothing better. Yeah. So I I guess like. Emma, this is the time when I, I, I look at my email and see if anyone has sent me questions. I have one that we actually missed last week. Um, and this is from Brendan. Um, he he said that Jeff mentioned that it's likely Powell, move, Justin Powell, moves on after this year. Did I miss something? Why would he move on? Uh, so just that, that's been kind of the general feeling with Justin Powell is that he transferred here to kind of Get, have a chance to play um, consistently a lot uh, because his, his previous stops, he wasn't getting quite the play time that he wanted. Um, so there's a potential, like, you know, if he really explodes, he could be looking at some sort of professional contract or he, you know, just the way things are now, if he really explodes, you know, there's going to be other programs that will be wanting, you know, a, a guard like that, that can shoot, that can pass. So that that is that is why I think you know just speaking for Jeff is why he may be thinking that it, it it's likely that Powell will just have him for this one season. So um, that's your answer, Brandon. Uh, hopefully, you know he could go off and then we could keep him. Uh, but this is just kind of the new basketball, you know the, the the world that we're living in with the transfer portal and, and nil and stuff. It's just that players are gonna. You know, off to be one to two year players versus three to four five year players. So that's just how it is. We're gonna have to get used to it. And at least the the hoop staff has been pretty good about reloading talent every year um, to kind of sustain some things. Uh, but yeah, that's just kind of where we're at. So Emma, this is the part where we you know we say our social medias and all that. So what where could where could they find you? Obviously, Emma writes. She writes a Friday post on Coog Center. Uh, it, you know, it's usually the funniest thing you'll read about WSU all week. Uh, but where else? Where else could they find you, Emma? Oh, um, I can be found on most social medias at Emma Waite Woman. As my last name is Waitman, but I took a fun little play on it, so it's just Waite Woman, like W E I Wait Woman. Yeah, that's me. Craig, where can they find you? Oh yeah, um, so obviously I'm at the Craig Powers on Twitter, uh, Craig W Powers on other things, um, and uh, yeah. So uh, with that, we always say at the end, Emma, we say go Cougs, go Cougs. You know what else we say? Drink beer. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. And get fucking vaccinated. You could still do that. Yeah, and it's booster season. Too. Boosters, baby. And get Check your flu out. shot. Yeah. Yeah, there's a nationwide shortage of Theraflu. So if I want to check out getting that shot, because uh, you have Theraflu to see. 
but anyways, yeah, thank you everyone. Uh, Jeff should be back next week, and uh, we'll see you. Soon.